Yo, yo. Yo. We back. Peace living with me. With my guys, B's and Lil. Say what's up, y'all. Let's get it. What up, man? How everybody feeling today, man? I'm feeling good, man. It was a very smooth day. I know that's right. It was a long day for me. <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> I was about to ask cool. you why it was so long. It's to work. Paying the bills. God, Things pay. you gotta do to pay these bills. Word. What you, what you do today, B's? Man, I was real relaxing. Had my day off today. You know what I mean? I've been working hard, so. Got to kick my feet up. Smoke a couple blunts, you know what I mean? Word. Yo, do y'all realize it was seven months since we did our last episode? Mmm. And I got seven tatted on my finger. Mmm. Lucky number seven. It's a blessing. Mm. Blessing to be here with my loved ones. Once again. Once again. Cheers to that. <laughs> Bring up my cup. Hey. Let's get it. Shout out to um DJ No Answer. Always recording us. You got the headphones on. Word. So, yo, you know, since it's been seven months since we did our last episode, that means a season passed and some more months. It sounds more like two seasons passed. It's like a whole lot of mental we had to protect. Yeah. Since then. For real, though. So, how has our mental changed since the last episode? Was Trump our president the last episode? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, just got inaugurated. <laughs> mm. Should have shed light on that, but whatever. <laughs> Actually, say what I don't you want to say. Waste no time on that white man. All right. For sure. For real. He gonna be dumb. He gonna keep making dumb decisions. And it's gonna be dumb people to keep backing him up. Yeah, yeah that's true. And then they argue with him as yeah, if he's not wrong. How so do y'all stressful. not see he's wrong? That's like some of the most interesting and stressful shit on my Twitter timeline. Donald Trump. <laughs> it's interesting because how can a grown man be so dumb? <laughs> Word. But then it's like, this shit is really dumb. Like, niggas really feeding into this shit. People really backing them up. I don't know if they bots. Or, you know what I mean? You know how you talk about Twitter bots and shit. I don't know if it's fake accounts, but people really believe this shit. People really showing their true colors. I don't feed into it. Just don't bring none of that racist drama to me. Word, I agree. I know how to sit down for a couple of days in the cell. So Speaking of that shit, I seen some wild shit today. I know y'all heard about uh, Khalif Browder. Yeah. Nah. R.I.P. He's the boy from New York. He um <clears throat> was falsely accused for robbing somebody for a book bag. A book bag? A book bag. Wow. Sent and that nigga to Rikers. Sent him to Rikers at 16. And like, fucked his head up something serious. How many years he did? He did three years waiting, waiting for trial. But it was just for a book bag. No, nah, it was deeper than that. They oh, was trying right. to base that. They trying to break us, man. They was trying to get him to plead guilty for some shit he ain't doing because he was holding on to the truth. They were like, all right, well you gonna you gonna pay for it? Mm. And it's mm-hmm. like nigga was getting fucked up by. Niggas in there and, and CEOs. The yeah. So it's like, who you, you know what I mean? Dark! And he a kid at that. A whole child. <sighs> Fuck this mental up, man. 16. That's why we here, to help protect y'all mental. Man. And that nigga ended up committing suicide <sighs> after the fact. Like, he couldn't deal with regular life after that. You know what I mean? Like, he done missed so much. 
And nobody, I can imagine, like, after as a 16-year-old, and I get booked for three years waiting on trial, then I'm still doing time, then I finally get out innocent. Not much that man miss. Mm-hmm. And you know in jail, they got the motherfuckers that be trying to get you. You know what I'm saying? They see somebody young, they think you soft or whatever. He wasn't with none of that shit. So him fighting back just made them fight even more. And they it was gang clicked up. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He was getting jumped by 20 niggas on a regular. He regular young boy. He not clicked up. He wasn't on that gang shit. <clears throat> he was holding on to his truth. He ain't do nothing. So... I'm saying I'm depending on myself. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the system do what it's supposed to do. Serve justice. The system ain't right. You know. System ain't you. right. The system man. ain't made for us. Yeah, but he was 16. Like, why are they in there jumping a a junior in high school? Because they already institutionalized. He said it himself. He was like, it's just so much negativity and psychological shit going on in there. It's like. Nobody has a voice. Mm. Mm. So, so how has this summer went on your mental? What changed your mental about this summer? Or how did this summer change your mental, if it did, I should say? Well, you know, with Trump being in office and all. <laughs> <laughs> I know the last time we shot, you said he had just got inaugurated or whatever, but I don't know. It's just like we been getting more sharp, you know what I'm saying, becoming more on point because we tired of falling for the lies. We tired of falling for these traps that's, you know what I'm saying, setting us back. <clears throat> and a lot of it is all mental. That's the core of this shit. Protect your mental. Like, got to protect our shit, man, by any means necessary. Where and I tell you mentally though, man, this summer, nigga, it's all fun, man. Yeah, hell yeah. I spent last summer trying to be responsible and shit. Mm. Nah, this summer. Talk about it. Hey, fun, man. Word. I enjoyed my life. Traveled more. Did spent even yo. I spent money I ain't never spent before, but money is money. That's why I had to. You know what I mean? As long as my shit taken care of. Mm-hmm. What am I holding on to a whole bunch of it for? I mean, I wouldn't enjoy what I can do with what I got. And that shit is fun. Now, I know to be responsible with that, not to be out here acting like no rich dickhead every week. Yeah. <laughs> Word. But, man, fuck that. I'm having fun, man. Got to. Word. So, um, DJ Wednesday, we about to go to a little break. Because the food probably about to be on his way. Need that. So, um, we gonna play a, we gonna play a song and then be right back. Queen shit. 
shit, get on that. Strike a pose for the camera. Thinking God like damn I'm up. Spying on me at the red light. Try something that's gonna be a life. Classic bitch, but I stay bougie. Lighting up, smoking ninja coolies. I don't do love, I don't want your coolies. Play yourself, thinking you can fool me. All that talking, nigga, stop it. Smell that money, make it palm itch. Born broke, I'ma die rich. In the city, smoking on that ape shit. Gorilla glue, got your body stiff. That's the end of cuss, nigga, up on ya. I jump right back in it and switch up the rhythm Cook blows like a chemist I come then I kill it Fatality finish Luke came when I kick it Tired of losing We came to win it Back the fuck up if your heart ain't offended Public houses to the private houses Talking palm trees Talking different islands Tripping on the islands Got you flying pilot queens Moving silence Better check the timing And act like you know Tell them I'm finna blow for show Yeah, yeah Smoking all this weed Got it from the, got it from the flow What? Always thinking fast Yeah Never God moving slow Yo, we back. So, yo, I want to talk about LeVar Ball. Legend. <laughs> yeah, you legend. Putting him, you putting him there? Yeah, legend. You putting him there? How so? Down. Why you he never a legend? forget about him. Never. You're never you, you are never going to forget about LeVar Ball. That's true. Even if his kids is trash in the NBA, we still going to remember the confidence he had in his kids. Yeah, that's a good father right there. Mm-hmm. Every parent should have that. That yeah. nigga went on ESPN talking so you shit any, to the you greats. Get, you giving him props for what he's supposed to have? I ain't saying he don't do dumb shit. <laughs> he definitely does and say some shit he should keep to himself. Well, fuck it, man. He rocking out, man. He getting the platform for his kids. And if they actually back up the words that he's speaking, nigga. You think he backing up the words when he said he's better than Mike? Nah, he drawn. He said that? Yeah, he, he said he's he better it. than what, Mike. What did he say, he man? Still, if he you said ask him today, he better than Mike. He said he will beat Mike in a one-on-one. <sighs> and, and That's all I got to say to that. <laughs> on that note, he's smoking rocks. He's out of but, pocket. Yeah, but. What's y'all place, though, for LeVar Ball as a black man in society, though? Cause I feel he get a lot of backlash for what he does for his kids. The only backlash I really giving, I don't even pay too much attention to that shit. But like, I I understand like he there for his kids. He you know what I'm saying making sure they going do whatever, be successful in the NBA, whatever. But how many interviews does that take? You know what I'm saying like a lot of the greats you don't see their parents out in the forefront just. Mm-hmm. Showboating, dancing, carrying on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like Shook said. <laughs> nah, so you think Kevin Durant's mom did just come at Stephen A. Smith because this nigga went and joined the Warriors? So, I mean, parents gonna do what they do. AI mom was in the media too a few times. She was extra. It wasn't on some every week shit. But so you think that's I mean, kid, they gonna they gonna defend their kids. Honestly, right? like I said, I ain't see a lot of it. But from my perception, it just looked like he doing a little too much. Like but I mm-hmm. think because social should. media take over more now. So you get all the platform he getting. The nigga got a web series on on YouTube. He got <laughs> sneaks. He's actually selling for like six hundred dollars. So is he doing Shout this for him, him or his kids? That. Hmm? Is he doing this for him or his kids? I mean, I think he's doing it for everything. Yeah, because he's raising whole, all these kids on himself. 
while yeah, he's taking eats. care of his wife. Respect. I think his wife's sick or something. If it's, if it's on some everybody eat shit, respect, man. You ain't just see the video he bought the I, little Mexican boy to your the tundra. I did. I did. I just seen that. You he right. said, you big ball of bread. You big ball of bread now. <laughs> so he be looking out, basically. He looking out, man. He just a dickhead. <laughs> you got to respect it. Let's talk about... Let's talk about black fathers and also like the stepfather role. Who want to take it first? I don't never encourage stepfathers. Why not? Yo, it's it's you gotta be ready for that, good brother. You gotta you gotta you gotta always ask yourself: Is you ready for that? You coming from? Especially if you coming from a role where you don't got no kids. You know what I mean? You gotta always remind yourself, are you ready you, for this? You went through something, Lil? Damn right. Like, what's up, man? Speak on it. I like don't you... speak too much on it, but it's shit difficult, man. Especially when you deal with women that are single moms nine times out of ten. That's because some, some nigga did them wrong. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. So that comes with trust issues they already got. Okay. Two, the only thing they got in love in their life are their kids. So that's going to make them overprotective even when there's no need to be. Mm. You can be the best nigga on earth, but in in the back of their mind, you might be a rapist or a pedophile or some shit. And even as a good nigga, you can be like, God damn, that's how you still might think of me? You know what I mean? So That's not all Jones. That's not all Where, Jones, like, but pedophile? that's just something you got to think about, yo. I mean, it's a lot of things you got to think about. It is. Honestly, as a young, and I don't blame them though. That's the thing. I don't blame them. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be that protective when it's just you and your child or your children. Mm-hmm. You gotta be that protective. But that's what I'm saying. That's the nigga coming in from the outside. You gotta be ready for that. A smart John ain't gonna bring the nigga around his kids until she know that he ready. That, that for he it. ready. Mm-hmm. Man, even then, nigga. That's that's what that process <laughs> that, is for. School, school, school. That don't make them put their guard down. They just be like, all right, eventually cool. they will. Though. Nah, never. But if it's if it's genuine, <laughs> if it's all about the genuine shit, the and guard, the guard t- don't even matter, man. And it's like I, it's, I ain't this, talking on no dumb shit. Like my sister, you know my sister, not my dad, daughter, and he raised her. Mm-hmm. Shit, my, so I my grew sis- up around it. You my know sister, mean? dad, not my dad, and that nigga raised me. Free pop too, man. The livest nigga. But I dealt with the bad side of being the stepdad. I feel you. And I did. It's the, good size to it though. You you just ain't see it yet. The good side of it so was you don't know. The good side of it is actually gaining a relationship and being able to teach a younger part of the generation some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That was the good side of it. Mm, speak on that. Or, because you know you don't got your own kids, but you. You still, I still love kids. Like kids is the the future. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Without them, it's it's not gonna be no more us. So let's say you find a John that's like a mirror image of you. You know what I'm saying? With you, you're missing piece, but she just happened to have kids. Mm. How you gonna go about that? That's something you gotta work through. You know what I'm saying? You specifically, you, you, you know what I'm saying? If the circumstances were correct. specifically, I don't know. Man. If the circumstances. It's too soon to talk about all that. Too soon to talk about all that. No pressure. So, v, are you in a situation like that? Yo, I is. Mm. But, 
it was just it's, it's just like that question I asked him like I, I like I told myself when I was younger like I ain't mess with nobody with no kids like mm-hmm. and that was not calling nobody childish but that was the childish me until I done went through trials and tribulations with several different jobs and then got into a genuine situation she happened to have kids and I had to you know what I'm saying? I weighed the good with the bad, and it ain't really bad. It's just I told myself I wouldn't mess with no joint with kids. What was your fear of it, though? Like, why Why you told yourself you wouldn't mess with women with kids? Because that, that person is tied to them forever. You know what I'm saying? So you never know what type of time they was on, and sometimes it's a tough type subject to touch on, so they might not want to get really into what happened between them. or You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's yeah. just too much to deal with. You just want to... A relationship with you and one person, not you one and somebody who crazier, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, not to put all my business out there, like, my situation, I don't got to worry about her ex, you know what I'm saying? Her baby dad. Mm-hmm. Like, but the situation so genuine, like, I don't even care about that situation. It's like an ex. It's just, she was left with two blessings from it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I'm able to teach them, like, that's... Well, I'm fucking with it. Right. And it's crazy, yo. I remember this one time. Me and the young boy was talking about something. And, oh, matter of fact, she had, like, some headphones of his or something like that. She was like, he was like, mommy took these from me and she ain't never give them back. <laughs> and I'm like, she bought them, like, <laughs> so what? <laughs> Essentially, they hers. He was like, I guess. So... <laughs> Then, then, he, then he goes to say, when are you going to yell at mommy like a real man? Oh, mm, shit. What? And I know, yeah, that shit threw me off. And, like, me not having experience being a stepdad, but I had a stepdad, my stepdad would have handled it differently because he's a street nigga. Like, he probably, I don't know what he would have did, but hearing that, I'm just like. That's what he think. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All the men that's he's, what he's seen. All like. the men he sees, that's that's what they doing. They yelling at women, like not on some That's just or, what I can't do. even they, call it. Some bossy but that's just yeah, that's just what he's seeing. Men yelling at women. So I had to tell him, I'm like, yo, like, that's not what men do. Men the whole conversation is like they don't get out of anger for nothing. Like mm-hmm. you you hold on to all of that shit. You don't hit no women, you don't like, come on, like you know what I'm saying? And I talked to him like a five-year-old, but in my head, that's what I'm, I'm like, yo, nigga, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you're trolling right now. You ever think about, like, what if you get attached to the kid more than the actual relationship? That's not your kid, though. Nah, that's a fact. So you can feel tied to the relationship because you don't want to let the kid down. They used that's, to see that's, that's a personal thing. You can, like, everybody got personal battles that they deal with, you know what I'm saying? So Man, but that, you know John's going to call you weird. This ain't even your child. Why you still want to be around him? And I understand that. It's like, yo, there's just too much, But man. that's, yeah, like I said. Because like, I ran into that. Like, I got attached to teaching the, the, uh, the girl child that, you know what I mean? She ain't had no manners or no regular shit. <laughs> like, I got her used to eating at the table and. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Saying her prayer, saying her grace before eating and shit like that. Like, yeah. mm. So you kind of like molded shit. some good stuff yeah. into her. But it was like she would also it. communicate with me and tell me, sir, just like you said, like she used to seeing kid, uh, the men yell at the women and all that. And she used to be like, you nice, man. You, 
you mean when you want to be, but you're really nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm only mean when you're not doing what you're supposed to do. When you're doing what you're supposed to do, you get whatever you want in the world. Exactly. Word. And that's shit she didn't understand because she just used to get yelled at. Yeah, see, that's a lot of. Um, and it's like a lot of a lot of parents. I ain't gonna just say mothers. A lot of parents nowadays don't discipline their kids correctly. They just yell at them because they're annoyed at the moment. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. yelling at them because they not doing they they doing the wrong thing. Niggas been fucking up all day. Now you tired of it and you yelling at them. And kids don't understand that. Mm-hmm. If and you really want to do something, nip it in the bud. Tell them what he's doing wrong, but don't yell at them. They kids. They gonna be kids. And that's what that's what that child was used to, like just getting yelled at. Mm. And I used to be like, "Yo, you gotta relax. Don't do that no more." <laughs> <laughs> Mad calm to her. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, after like three, four times, I'm like, "All right, yo, listen, listen. You gotta sit down over there. No TV. Relax. Because now you're not listening to me." Mm. But she still was like, "Yo, you, you aggressive, but you still not yelling at me." Mm. So it's like now I'm gonna listen to you because I feel it was like a sense of respect. But at the same time, I'm in a toxic relationship. Mm. So it's like you, you, regardless of the relationship with the kid, you just had to get out of there. Exactly. Yeah. Yo, but it's like it's it made it so much harder to get out of the relationship because the kid because I'm getting a relationship with this one. Mm. Mm. And she a young, you know, four. I met her when she was three. You know what I mean? Innocent. So it's like innocent. Mm. So, so I'm getting this we relationship and going through this bullshit. Life. It's like yo, it's. It'd be too much if you ain't really, really ready for it. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. That's so, why it's essential that men are in kids' lives because women can't raise men. Men can't raise women. You know what I'm saying? Like Women they need can't that, they, raise they need that little balance. girls bought without themselves, too. Yeah, they need that balance. Said, yeah, because that child was a little girl. You know what I mean? She learned a lot from me. I'm pretty sure she's still doing some things she learned from me, but she don't see me no more. Mm-hmm. So I know in a sense that's probably fucking her up too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just don't want to do so much fucked up shit in one situation. Like I'm entering somebody's life and then I'm leaving them and they too young to understand why. So, why you don't, so you don't want to go through that no more, basically. Nah, that's too much. Yeah, I feel that's you. too much. But what if you feel like this woman is the one? Shh. When don't you feel like somebody is the one? I when mean, you truly, when you truly spend time trying to get to know somebody, and then you finally think you got to know somebody, mm-hmm. you feel like they're the one. Yeah, that's true. So is that is is more difficult to judge that with somebody with a kid because you gotta really think of the future outcome. Mm-hmm. Like Every if time. they don't make it yeah. with this woman, I might spend five years with somebody and they child, and then we just fall out. It's mm-hmm. shit. It's more than just you now. Just mm-hmm. fucked up some youth's mind. Mm-hmm. This nigga that grew up with somebody, he ain't gonna see him no more. Or just see him once in a while. Exactly. It's like, what or happened? if that, depending yeah. on how bad the falling out is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where we gotta check our mental, man. We can't make connections with nobody if we ain't right with them. All our steps gotta be genuine. All our moves got to be pure. We're going to make mistakes, but we literally got to learn from them, Jones. Mm-hmm. And one day, you might meet your reflection, man. Yeah. <laughs> you might do it. Sometimes you got to realize you're going to keep making the same mistakes, though. Mm-hmm. And the same issues going to keep resurfacing if you don't learn that lesson. Every time. 
Mm-mm-mm. I've been through some shit, man. <laughs> but I'm good now. So yeah. how do y'all feel black men stand in society? Like in our they try to make us look weak. Why do you feel like they try to make you look weak, though? Because we strong. I feel like black men are the most dominant man in the world. I don't even care about that. It's all love, but they try they try to assassinate our character, who who we are, who we where we came from, all of that. It's funny. I try so hard to take all that shit on the internet as jokes. You know, black men ain't shit and all that shit. The internet is a joke. Because I literally a joke. didn't grow up around black men that wasn't shit. Word. I mean, now my dad wasn't no Levar Ball. I played sports, but that nigga was not trying to be my coach. Mm-hmm. He had to go to work, play, pay some bills, but. I ain't deal with my my dad been married to my mom for twenty seven years like, and was with her for thirty three. Hmm. I don't know too many ain't shit men. I got an uncle that ain't shit. <laughs> Word. I think we Definitely all got do. an uncle that ain't shit. <laughs> but I wasn't surrounded by by ain't shit men to really have that mindset. Yeah. So I try to take the shit as a joke, like all right, these jokes. It ain't a joke though. It's some real life. I feel like that's people that deal with that. Making. Yo, I feel like a lot I mean, of people, ain't a lot of niggas, you gonna run into. A lot of people just succumb to their circumstances. Like my step pop, I was telling you about the street nigga. Like he got nine brothers and sisters, and they was on Section Eight over West Side. Mm. He, all he like he. Been catching cases since he was eleven. Mm. His 11. first, his first. Uh, I ain't gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. But he didn't. He showed me a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I wrote him a letter asking him, like, you know what I'm saying he could have changed his ways a, a while ago. Why he ain't doing? He was like, yo, like, I tried, but this is all I know. Like, literally, when he was younger, he would go in the grocery store and steal bread egg and all the shit for the crib and just dip out because that's what they needed at the crib and like niggas ain't had the money so he was the middle child and he, he took it upon himself to you know what I'm saying we gonna make sure we good and that's just been his mental yo the middle child always get treated worse man why is that <laughs> I don't know <laughs> cause if my I'm mom had no child, child. would've been the middle child yo I don't know dog. <laughs> I'm a middle child I feel alright my mom showed me why I love no, alright, that's a bad. My pops, <laughs> my pops was like my real pops was in and out, but my my step pop really showed me how to be a man. But he showed me like the street way, so I really had to find out myself that that ain't the way to go. You know what I'm saying? I seen everything he been through. Alright, alright. I got a um, I got an email from my boy Dom, and I'ma let bees read it. As a black man, I find that some things that other people get to feel freely, we don't. We have to be, we have to always be on when it comes to how we feel. Also, our reactions always have to be tailored to protect ourselves emotionally, mentally, and even sometimes physically if you're in the wrong environments. We don't really get to mess up and work through it like the others. It's like having to take the game winning shot every possession. 
in a nightmarish loop because you have to live that anxiety of making it over and over. Each shot we take is so big, be it career, starting families, shit, just how we carry ourselves. It's always someone waiting to say, why aren't you good enough? Even if you made them all. Always waiting to see you mess up so they can jump out the woodworks like the toasty dude from Mortal Kombat and say, told you so. (laughs) (laughs) There's much more I probably could dwell in but for now, I'll leave it there. Peace and love always to the church. Church. My people. <laughs> Shout out to Don for the email. That was a very honest email. Which, how y'all feel about that email? Is he right? Just about. Yeah, I told you, man. They try to make the black man feel weak. And, like, when we do get that spite lights, like, y'all better not fuck up. <laughs> Basically. Mm-mm-mm. So do y'all think LeVar Ball's messing up? Nah. I mean, he had the ball. I mean, he got a, yo, he got a wife, beautiful kids, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I honestly fuck the entertainment shit. Like, he could be doing this thing, but not in they spotlight. He could be creating his own spotlight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he is utilizing he is. theirs to, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know, maybe I'm just different. I see things a different way. I'm saying more power to that dude. Blessings. Yeah. Man, LeVar doing his thing, man. He a little cockier than others, but he supporting his kids, bro. He he helped get them to where they at, honestly. Yeah. That's true. He been coaching them all their life. And there's more of them still get to where Alonzo at. You think he trying to push himself to be an NBA coach? Nah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. But I think right now his main thing, he just want, he want one of his kids to be the greatest. That's, up That's the him. type of attitude he got. How y'all feel about him having his own brand? I thought that was that was dope for him to have his own brand. Because right. a lot of people, they come into the NBA and they get an endorsement from Nike, Adidas, or whoever. And he like... My kids is rocking their own family business. I thought that was very powerful of him to do that. Black-owned businesses. And if people, people saying that he's his kids are dumb for doing their own thing. Why do y'all feel like? I, why do y'all feel like that? No, I don't feel like that. Or why do people? Why do y'all feel people feel like that? Or the media him. or whatever. Because they hate him. They want everybody to follow suit. Yeah. They hate when somebody step outside the box, be different, do what's right for them. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> if you're not doing what we doing or how we doing it, you're doing it wrong. It's like he going against the grain. Mm-hmm. He, he, he ain't ruffling going, feathers. And the way it look, he ain't going to fail. That's why they trying to trash him. <laughs> Word. Word. Hey, man, can't nobody see the future but God. You right about That's that. That's true. So, all right, we done touched on that. Shout out to LeVar Ball and everybody. Blessings. Work. What music are y'all listening to right now? Man. Who y'all listening to? Tell the people. Yo. yo, I keep hearing about him. Who is he? Like who? He a he a money bag yo. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Be honest. Cause you the man who put me on to trouble. Trouble. Yeah. Trouble. trouble Shout out to trouble. But he gotta drop some more. But money bag yo, money bag yo, nice yo. 
I ain't gonna lie, like he from Memphis too. He he signed to Yo Gotti. Mm-hmm. You know how Gotti got his beef with Dolph. Now, when you hear Dolph talk about his beef with Gotti, he always make it seem like Gotti used to try to sign him and shit. Dolph ain't never wanna sign with nobody, wanna be independent. I ain't gonna lie, this nigga money bag sound a little bit like Dolph. Sound mm-hmm. like Dolph replacement. But you know, other than all that, that nigga nice, man. Fuck with his songs. Shout out to Money Back. Federal Three Hot. Mm. What about you, Beast? Who you listening to these days? Ah, man. Honestly, I'll be listening to like some other shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even be. I mean, I still listen to rap, but I be, be making beats listening. To, yeah, I do be making beats. Of course, that's nonstop. But I listen to um. I don't know if y'all familiar with. Toro Imoy. You ever heard of that name before? Never heard. Sound like that What's the name? Say the name again. Toro Imoy. Toro Imoy. Okay. What kind of music is it? it he, I, I can't explain it. Like, it's on some some house type shit. Okay. But that's not without he's getting, really getting into. Toro Imoy also has a, a... Oh, wait, wait. I think I heard of him. He he got a um another... Name he goes under when he only produces called Less Sins. And I guess it's supposed to be like Lessons, but it's spelled like Less Sins. Mm-hmm. But his production is just dumb. And I've just been heavily inspired by that. Just um, sp- switching back to rap. So I'm sticking with Nas, like the old shit. Nas? Yeah, man. What's up with these youngins? They don't care about Nas. <laughs> they don't, man. But I don't I blame feel the Nas test. I ain't, ain't never go you. through nothing, man. I don't blame him. Like, I was talking to my nephew over the summer about this. My nephew live in Ohio. He just turned 18. Mm-hmm. He listening to Yachty's and them type of niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's How you the, feel about that? That's what they growing up that's his. That's his decision. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? When it comes to... Him being a fan of Nas and Jay-Z, you got to think. They last hot album, the nigga was probably six, five, seven years old. Mm-hmm. He has no business listening to. Like, when the Black album came out, I think he was legit, like, six years old. On the real, you can't even say he don't got no business listening to because you got niggas like me when I was a young boy and, listening and, and to Lime Wire. Yeah, when mm-hmm. Lime Wire was popping, I was digging like but a But we grew up in a different era where that was that type of music that was popping. Anyway. But it also wasn't niggas We talking about digging, going like, back to the classics. So when you talk about back when we was young, was you going back listening to Cool Mo D? Damn there. I wasn't. I was listening to this. That's what I'm saying. Some, like, people, some people some people looking back now, now, for that type of shit. Grandmaster now. Flash and them. I'm I was cool. just, I was listening no, to that right. with my aunt with my mom and them. I was you're listening right. to them. And I was barely messing with LL Cool J, but he was still popping. So but if you was telling me about his old classic shit, no, I wasn't really listening to that when I was that age. But I was listening to Nori. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to the when Fabulous first came out. I feel like all out. the kids, Nas, Jigga, should know about the legends. Yeah, Nas is a legend. Should. Like if youngest I mean, don't know about Nas, I just feel it's like, like that's a little bit past their time, and I don't blame them. I feel like they should still listen to it. Just like maybe I should have still listened to Cool Mo D. 
I feel like before they they form an opinion of it, they should listen to it. Yeah. That's like saying you don't like something, like you don't like a food before you taste it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So (coughs) at least see what your dad taught you. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because that's what his pop, or everybody pops was listening to when he was growing up. So they pops had to be listening to that shit. Mm -hmm. If y'all had three songs from Nas, three to five songs, what's the. What's the songs you would tell your young man to listen to? Go ahead, Lil. So many, man. Let's 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 all right, let's let's make this interesting. Let's say one each of this. One each, saying? all right, let's one by flowing. one, all right, that's good. That um, way we just mm. Let me see. It ain't hard to tell. Okay. Instant classic. Why? The production, the lyrics. He was seventeen. So you say so look, you see he's seventeen and your your nephew, he's eighteen. See, but that's another thing. They ain't never here. So when I played that shit for my nephew, mm-hmm. he loved it. See? But when you play shit that he heard from Nas growing up, I understand. It's the newer shit. When Nas was when Nas was out when he was a young boy, Nas was had an album out with his fucking dad and shit. Mm-hmm. When I was a young boy, you know what I mean? Like, I can understand why that's not classic shit to you. Because you ain't heard Illmatic. You ain't mm-hmm. heard it was written. Mm-hmm. That's real. Like, I understand. The OGs ain't putting them on or nothing, man. They just right about that. Them, because my brother did not listen. My brother listened to that shit to a certain extent, but that nigga listened to Limp Biscuit and shit like that. <laughs> no lie. What? Yes. So, what was, your, what was the song you picked? It ain't I hard said to tell. It ain't hard to tell. All right, go ahead, bees. Ooh, nice. Mm. I'm gonna say poison. Mm. All right. Cause it's 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 straightforward, and that's not even the not the hardest Nas song I got in my archive, but like. When you said you, you know what I'm saying, something for the kids right now, they, I think they should listen to. Mm-hmm. I think they should hear that shit because, like, it's a lot of bad energy amongst the kids right now. Like, they just doing a lot of shooting and just harming each other over mm-hmm. essentially nothing. You know what I'm saying? The and value they, of life is low. Yeah, them. and it's like that anger is pointed at the wrong motherfuckers. So, like, and that shit, he lets you know, like, it's all poison, ecstasy, Drugs, they say it's love, but it's poison. Mm-hmm. The schools where I learned, they should be burned because it's poison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Physicians, what do you say? Said a lot. He said a lot. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. he said a lot. It's all um, poison, man. One of my choices is uh, I gave you power. Mm-hmm. Like when I first heard that, I ain't even hear that a long time ago. I heard that about. I say I heard that when I was really digging into my stuff, like. 2008. Mm. That's when I first heard it. So you was already a little bit grown. When you yeah, first I was heard. like 18, 18, 19. So when I heard it, I was like, yo, this joint is really, really deep. And he put it into this perspective, like from a gun perspective, and he made it a song. It's like, who does that? Mm-hmm. That joint, it had a lot of meanings attached to it. So when I first heard that song, all I knew was he had both. I didn't understand the concept of it. I was young when I first heard it. Yeah. Nah. So when I finally grew up, I, nigga, I was about nine when I first heard that song. That's I'm not thinking about shooting shit up. <laughs> so. See, I heard that when I was like 
out of high school. Yeah, so when I that's when I when I started listening to, to all the older shit again, I got to like my senior year and I just went on like a old school trip. Just mm-hmm. everything was nineties. Yo, and I and then I understood oh, a lot of a lot of shit more. Yeah. Word. So music educates. It, it grows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These days it's not like that. But what you about to say, bees? No, I was just about to say like. I grew up on Nas as a young boy. That's what my stepfather was playing on. I do too. I'm like, I, yo, it's crazy. I thought it was written it was Nas's first album, and like that shit was so conscious and fuck the government type shit. And I'm just like, yo, he coming out like this? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then later on, like years later, I found out that Illmatic and shit was first and. I was, yo, yo, that shit blew my fucking mind again. I was just, I dove into all of that shit and just, mm-hmm. stories crazy, man. Enlightening. What's, you got another one. Another yeah. song, yo. Mm-hmm. I think this song, if you was to drop it right now, it'll have a crazy impact. One mic. If he was to drop one mic right now during all this crazy shit that's going on, it had the craziest impact. It'll still be a platinum hit. When Mike is crazy. The video is nice too. Ultimate the... classic. <laughs> you got one bees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. It would have to be Second Childhood. Mm. I don't think I heard that one. That's that shit. Yeah. The beat was crazy, though. Yeah. I think Q-Tip made a beat. Mm. But um, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. I just... <laughs> I really think he did, though. But... He just talking about, like... He just going through set certain situations where... Older people... Are just going through their second childhood just by doing dumb shit like, and it's just like outside looking in, it's an eye opener. Like, damn, that's really motherfuckers like that. Mm-hmm. And it really opened your eye if you want some shit. And it's like, damn, I'm really like that. But he just got a couple different stories throughout the verses and just like talking about this one nigga who you know what I'm saying he thirty something still living at his mom crib, still hanging on the block with the young bulls, but essentially it's them he want to be like. You know what I'm saying? And he, he just going through his second childhood. He's still out there shooting dice, doing, you know what I'm saying? Making them do dumb shit just because mm-hmm. that's where he want to be. But he just, yeah, he just shedding light on a lot, man. That's a lot of niggas don't know about. And the only way to fix problems is address them. And he was addressing shit, man. Mm-hmm. One, of my, one of my all-time favorites would have to be If I Rule the World. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lauren Hill on that joint. It's classic. Classic. Real feeling. Like, the beat was fire. Had that nice groove to it. I wish I wish music was still like that. On the radio, at least. Nah, you, you right about that. They don't want niggas woke. They want us to be weak and quiet. And the crazy harmless. part is, it's not like all music is trash. It's, it's still not. There's shit out here. It is. But it's not what's getting broadcasted. And, and who do you blame on that? You know I, mean? I blame the companies, the record labels, right. the radio stations, because they get the check to play this, the music that they want to push. 
It's a bunch of things stuff in fact. It's a lot of money talks type of stuff. So. I'm waiting to see a nigga fuck the industry up, like <laughs> get on his his dumb shit, like on some Uzi, get all his fame and shit, and then hit the switch, switch it, hit the switch, and then yeah, <laughs> take away the sugar and start giving niggas water. <laughs> what if Uzi do that? Shit, hey, the field's still open, man. We 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 need some idols. Hey, man, you just opened up my mind. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> man? I ain't never think of that. Word. Man, so we need some <laughs> role models. Talking who all we, this six 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 shit. Who they? Who we looking up to right now? Jay Z. Come on, man. Like, is Jay Z or Malcolm X? Um, nah, I like. But he wouldn't but dare OJ put a rifle out the, the window. Story of OJ was hard though. Nah, yo, nah. No discredit to the whole vibe. Oh, that's my man. <laughs> I like Nipsey to look up to. Yeah. I think yeah. he doing right for his community. There's no negativity no, towards Nips at all. Mm. Nah, shout out to Nip. Nip Hustle Y'all put me the on the Nip for real. Word? Yeah, definitely DJ No Answer put me on the Nip. Right. Playing so, some real shit for me. I got a um, I got a voice note for my boy Stone. We gonna play it right here. What's up, Misa? This Stone. For me, I would take Nas. I gave you power. Life is a bitch. And Black Girl Laws. I think those are some of Nas' most uh, introspective songs that he's ever made. Where, what y'all think of all his choices? Life's a Bitch is a classic. Man. He had one of the most underrated rappers on that track, AZ. Shout out to AZ. AZ. <laughs> yeah. one of my favorites. He ain't never get that shine I feel like he should have got but for real pieces I agree. of a man yeah. so was you putting your youngin on AZ yeah yeah nigga loved AZ word hmm yo black girl lost that's another one of them ones man just like shedding light on the, the beautiful black girl like just out here worried about the wrong shit nigga you know what I'm saying trying to move to Africa Get away from this shit. Go off the grid. Go back to the motherland. She like, eh, fuck that. <laughs> you heard this spot popping tonight, right? Girl, mm-hmm. where? Yeah, where the real niggas at? Fuck out of here. Charlie, you drunk. What's your choice, bees? You got another song choice you put your young man on? Man, I'ma have to go. Now you saying AZ, it got me thinking about their collaborations. I'ma have I'ma have to go with the Flyers. Yeah. Nas and AZ, oh the Flyers. God, that's that shit. And he it's just, Firefire. Yeah. We might gotta play it on the song. On that, the, yeah, on that, that episode. Yeah, at the end of the episode, that gotta be the one right there. Alright, bet. He said, take out a book on your life. You think anybody read it? No fucking doubt. <laughs> Alright, let's make history then. Yo. Alright. It's fire. Man, my choice would have to be affirmative action. That's mm. that shit. That just reminds me of when I ride here that song, I just see New York. I see big coats. I see on the block with it. I see a, a sweatpants with the Tim. <laughs> like I just see New York. And I don't know, I love the back and forth vibe they got going on. Mm-hmm. And like 
female rappers don't really be sounding like that. They be sounding real animated, and so I really like Foxy's tone on that. So I think that's really one of the songs that I would let my younger listen to. Mm-hmm. I'm, I keep it on the same tone, same album. Watch them niggas. Talk about it. That song right there is the <laughs> truth. Because you got Foxy just telling, you know, Foxy was real rough and rugged with it. Mm-hmm. So she was one of the women when she told you something, you listening like, alright. <laughs> <laughs> Word. So she's like, watch them niggas that's close to you. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Like, make sure they do what they supposed whole song to he do. Giving we you might gotta play that one. Whole song he's giving, you know he giving you different schemes and situations Woo. of when you should watch these niggas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's relatable. So it's like, that song was well needed growing Word. up. Word. Man, we about to go to a break. We about to play the Nas joint. And then we'll be right back. what they want, huh? This is what it's all about. Wow, time to take affirmative action, son. Huh? just don't understand, you know what I mean? Niggas coming sideways, thinking something sweet, man. You know what I mean? Niggas don't understand the four devils. Lust, envy, hate, jealousy. Wicked niggas, man. Yo, sit back, relax, catch a contact, sip your congiac, and let's all wash this money through this laundry mat, sneak attack, a new cast and rap, worth top dollar, in fact, touch minds, and I'll react like a rock waller. Who could relate? We play for high stakes at gunpoint, catch them and break, undress them down with tape, no escape, the Coleon, Fettuccine, Capone, roam in your own zone, or get kidnapped and clapped in your dome, we got it sewn, the firm, all the wars unknown, lower your tone, face it, homicide cases get thrown, aristocrats, Politic in Delhi with diplomats me, I'm unofficial Mac Lex Coop Criminal thoughts in the group wars My destiny's to be the new port A nigga poorly gotta die too short A nigga's dead on Ikea Heron They found a head on The couch with his dick in his mouth I put the head out Yo, the smoothest killer since Bugsy Bitches love me And Queens where my drugs be I wear guest jeans and rugby's Yo, my people from Medina They will see you when you re-up Bring your heater or your green go between us Real shit My desert eagle got an ill grip I chill with niggas that hit Dominicans, bots are still bricks My red beam made a dress scream It's pray the Fed team Callie don't be turning niggas to fiends Yukons and ninja black Lexus Mega the pretty boy with mafia connections It's the firm nigga said it Yo, my mind is seeing through your design like blind fury I shine cherry sipping on crushed grapes We lust papes and push cakes Inside the casket at just wait It's sickening, he just finished bitting upstate And now the project is talking that somebody gotta die shit It's logic, as long as it's nobody that's in my clique my man smoke, no water, expand coke, and Mr. Coffee. Feds cost me, two mil to get the system off me. Life's a bitch, but God forbid the bitch divorce me. I'll be flooded with ice or hellfire, can't scorch me. Cuban cigars, meeting Foxy at the Mars, moving cars. Your top poppy, senior Escobar. In the black Camaro, firm deep, all my niggas heal the blackest sparrow. While the bees beat the apparel through the darkest tunnel. I got visions of multi-millions in the biggest bundle. In the Lex, pushed by my nigga Jungle. E-Money bags, got my West Sean Dawn. Bundle of 62, they ain't got a clue what we about 
about to do My whole team, we shitting hard like Zar Soul side, Foxy Brown, Cormega and Escobar I keep a fat Marquis piece Laced in all the illest snakeskin Armani sweaters, Carolina Herrera Be the firm, baby From BK to the bridge My nigga wins Operation Firm Biz So what the deal is I keep a fat jewel Sipping Christie Sitting on top of 50 grand In the Nordica van Uh, we stay in Cognine Like all them thug niggas And Marcy the guard They praise Allah When visions are Gandhi Bet it on My whole crew is John Wong I came in Allen With a case of Cristal And Baba Shalas spoke Nigga with them Cubans And snort coke Rordo An ounce mixed with leak That's pure though Flipping the bigger picture The bigger nigga with the cheddar Was mad but He had a fucking villa in Manila We got the fleet of Panama We'll wait as half and half Keys is one and two fifths On how we flip 32 grams raw Chopping a half is 16 Double it times three We got 48 Which mean a whole lot of cream Divide the profit by four Subtracted by eight We back to 16 Now add the other two That mega bring it through So let's see If we flip this other key Then that's more for me Mad Coke and Mad League Plus a 500 Cut in half is 250 Now triple that times three We got three quarters of another key The fur baby Volume one uh. Yeah, that was a nice classic right there. So, um, yeah, episode about to be over. Listeners, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. My website, my website will be back. I also have some shirts dropping for the ladies. So check me out, peacelivingfilms.com. Peacelivingfilms.com, everything spelled correctly. So we're about to go back to the show. So, guys, this is the last topic of the day. Alright. What's your mindset going into the fall? Organize. Organization. Yeah, mine's just uh get back organized, keep things in order, you know what I mean? Plan ahead. Yeah, definitely. I feel like summer is the time to be spontaneous. Fall and winter is you gotta get ready for some things. So. Mm-hmm. You know, my mind is just to get back to being organized. What about you, bees? Yeah, man. I'm just trying to stay sharp and aware, alert. You know what I'm saying? Because just like we was talking about earlier, we, you know what I'm saying, are ran by a system that's that ain't living right. And like Nas said... <laughs> Once again, every dog has his day, you know what I'm saying? And even the greatest country in the world, you know what I'm saying, got his day coming for him. And nobody knows when that's going to be. So just got to live in love and, you know what I'm saying, be prepared for whatever. You know what I'm saying? But don't don't let that put you in a negative place, you know what I'm saying? Word. But, yeah, just staying sharp. I'm all about this really just getting more things done like the summer you you kind of got an excuse for procrastinating and like summer's over so it's no more procrastination so that's really my focus for the fall moving forward just to get more things done and really just to see everything see what i've been cooking the whole summer in early spring so yeah protect your mental part two with my God bees. Yep.
Lil. Yo. So yeah, we about to be out. Catch us next time. Peace. Wow. Fly up.